This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and today, you guys, are you in to go on a treat through Netflix is how I found Raymond Gordon, but he has been doing his thing way before Netflix found him. He is a top-notch florist. You can see his show, The Big Flower Fight, on Netflix right now. It's fresh, it's new, and I promise you, you won't see another one of him. How are you doing, brother? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm sitting here in my kitchen. I'm doing something. My family, we just finished eating dinner. The girls are my, I have two daughters and my wife, they're watching something and they're like, come here and watch this. And I'm like, oh, another one of those shows. (laughs) Um, And and then I see you and I see you, um, Chantel, I believe it is. Chanel, Chanel. Um, I, I see her on, on, and I'm like, hold on, okay, I'll I, I, I watch. This brother is, is doing something different. And then I catch it right when you said, I have a wife and kids. And I said, wait, hold on, he's diversifying the game. I, gotta, <laughs> <laughs> I had to find you. So tell us, how did you become a florist? And I'm just going to call you an artist, because what you guys did was pure art. Yeah, I think it started um, from an early age. I, uh, you probably hear my accent that I'm from Jamaica. So, yes, I was um, born in Jamaica. And then when we, um, when we left to come and live in England, um, from Jamaica, we normally enjoy the natural, um, you know, uh, life. So we normally would go to the woods, and I normally like to enjoy nature. So I would observe the different flowers and the different um, type of trees and foliages. And so I think I have this concept from an early age. And so when I came to in- England, we decided to go into um, floristry. And so here we are, we've been doing this for over 14 years. Um, so it's something that is within us within me that I decided to go ahead and do this type of skill. But I used to do um, uh, programming before, and that is a, a big bit of thing. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let's, let, let, first of all, I want to take out any of the pre, you know, notions, because like you, you have love locks, like me, you have love locks in your hair. People here in Jamaica, they'll say, oh, he was a Rastafarian who used to, you know, grow weed, and then he decided to, you know, grow other flowers. Break that down, please. So we no, I am. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think I'm a Rastafarian. I think I just love the style, and I like to grow my hair, and I am um, appreciative of whatever I have. So I like my hair, and I think it's really dramatic and it's stylish. So I tend to use the natural, because I'm a naturalist. I like things that are natural. So it's not that I'm a Rastafari, just like how people say, okay, you're a Rastafari, so you basically um, have to grow weed and all of that. So I think it's, it's not just um, in the way that I tend to look that people tend to 
um, have an opinion of it. Um, but it also happened even being a florist. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, you're a man, but you're a florist and you're a straight man, but you're a florist. And it is very confusing. So here, so th this is just to say, you can be whatever you want to be um, and don't allow society to stop you from being creative. And are you ITAL? Because people will say, oh, okay, he, he's a you know, naturalist, minimalist, this, that. Are you, are you, do you eat an idol uh, diet? Yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I think they have different names for it. People say, okay, you're a vegan, but I think I'm more than a vegan. I tend to be plant-based, so I only eat plant-based foods. Okay, so you are really one with, with nature, just given, you know, the, the background. What part of Jamaica are you from? We're from um, a place, it's St. Anne. St. Anne's, um, it's a nice little, you know, it's in the Dry Harbor Mountain in Jamaica. So it's called Cascade St. Anne. Yes, my wife and I, we love, we love Jamaica. She says she's from West Africa. She's like, it reminds me of Africa, you know. And, and, and St. Anne is not a place that all tourists go. Usually it's only Mobe or the go maybe to... Um, Gosh, a Negril or Negril, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, but I, I like being getting lost in what I call real Jamaica because, you know, people go to Jamaica, think they go to Jamaica because they went to the resort, um, but they didn't see Jamaica. They didn't, you know. Oh, yeah, you, you need to go up in the hills and go all around and you see what real Jamaica is. Very lovely people, loving, kind, thoughtful, creative. Uh, in every way, uh, put us on the, the, the track and field, we master it. Put it everywhere, we master it, <laughs> and we're good. Even in, you know, um, being a florist. So I, I want you to take the audience, you know, you come to the, the UK, and much love to the UK. I, I love the city of London. I have a London, I love the city so much. I have a London and a Sydney, but how do you you know, start your business because coming as an immigrant, it's not like, you know, you were given any money to start this business. How do you start in doing this and breaking down the barriers of a florist of all things? I'm sure if you went to a bank, they said, wait, you want to be a florist? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we, we, uh, my wife and I, at that time, we, we were married before, so we had a house. And so what we decided to do is to remortgage the house. And um, basically, we took out money from our money in um, the house. And so we saw a shop that was going. And so we, we bought the shop and decided to turn it into a florist. And, and with the, buying that shop, can you share some numbers? Because I'm sure somebody right now during these COVID times, especially in America, you know, we're broke out, out mm -hmm. here. It shows because we can't quarantine for a week or a month without people protesting. Unlike in the UK, where people were given, you know, 80% of their salary. I know entrepreneurs, they're still trying to figure things out. Um, but you know, what did the price of the shop look like? Because someone right now has some savings and they're looking at a shop to buy, but they need to hear a story like yours to say, yes, I, I went and a true American, I pulled the trigger. And, you know, we're, we're about that violence too over here. So all of the analogy. Well, I mean, I must say before going into buying the shop that, um, Doing a real business, you, you must, because at that time, 
the things weren't as um, expensive as it is now. So um, a shop, we bought a shop for about like um, £25,000. I don't know how much that is in, um, in dollars. But, um, but that, the shop obviously tripled and quadrupled that amount now, how it's based on what we have done to it and um, develop it over the time being. But to start out a business, I think one need to first, because doing floristry, I think if you have like a garage or you have a spare room and you now you have social media, which you can actually take some photos, you can make up arrangements or I would say go and find someone to learn from if you realize you're not that creative and uh, get some more. There are a lot of tutorials online. You can learn from that as well. Um, and then obviously, because what I, I'm trying to say to people, don't get into so much debt that you have to, um, you're, you're spending more than you can actually get in. Because starting a business, it took us like three years before we actually make a profit. I mean, like you pay bills and you just break even, but it takes three years for people to actually know you and trust you and how you have that rapport with people. Because obviously you can imagine I, you know, come from England, I'm a black man and, you know, into this industry, which is very rare and very weird for a black man to be in. Um, and then obviously, yeah, we have, it's more like a kind of a white, more white, um, predominant business. Uh, but, um, to be a part of this and to be in this industry is not, wasn't something very easy. Um, so you're going to have to really know that this is what you want. And if you have a job, just don't leave your job right away. Just work part-time. Uh, if you can, and then you can open a studio into your house. You can take photos. You can put that online, and then you can find people in your church or anywhere around you that you know. Let them know that you you're a florist. So when there's funerals, you can do it. So there are many ways while you're having the lockdown that you can plan ahead, um, and you can get into this business because obviously every day is an occasional business. So there's birth, there's um, all the birthdays, so when the child is born, the, the child gets flowers up to the time when this child's birthday until, you know, marriage and any congratulations, passing exams uh, and so forth. And then it's time, you know, when sadly we all have to transition and die, then you have a funeral. So it's a, 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 a journey kind of business and um, you can capitalize on it if you really find that you have the... Uh, creative mindset you can do it wow when you said that you broke it down to where how impactful flowers can be like we need a flower app to let us know when to order flowers you know it's your child's birthday it's your wife's this it's the what you know uh, that that's that's a beautiful thing when getting the shop and i would only imagine that having this business where things you know they live and they get sold or they die how, how do you then you know find your product the perfect flower and 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 you know bringing that into your shop like it is, is it a very capital intensive business where money is always you know going out to get the maybe it's a rare flower and now we have to keep it only on this side of the shop because that's where the light is um 
how does that, you know, the whole process and system work? Well, um, a lot of the reason why sunflowers, we stand out than many flowers and people always say, oh, Raymond, when we buy your flowers, you just don't die. And in, in other words, you're saying that it's, it normally lasts lasted longer than other flowers. And the reason is this, um, it's about conditioning the flowers, number one. It's about understanding the type of flowers for the type of uh, people that are in your community, number two. And also it's about keeping the flowers um, in its right form um, based on the environment. So we, we, we invest into what is called a cool room. So the cool room allow the flowers to, to, we can monitor, it's like a refrigerator. So it, and it's, it's built especially for flowers. So we invest into that and then we don't have wastage. So basically we, we know um, where, how much flowers we're going to need. I know that our website is busy. We always have to just order and order and keep it there. So when people get um, their flowers, they have guaranteed at least 10 days to two weeks so that their flowers can still be enjoyed. So it's basically don't order too much, um, condition the flowers, know the type of customers that you have. So for example, you are not going to, there's certain flowers that you should not have um, unless it's kind of like tool days. So there's some flowers for like homes, while there's some flowers for funerals, and there's some flowers for weddings. There's some more delicate flowers that, you know, and the more delicate the flowers is, flower is, is the easier they can die. The, so I specialize in a lot of tropical flowers and, you know, like when you watch a big flower fight to see that amazing just that we won, that we, 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 we made. So we specialize in that type of flower full of energy. Yeah. So it, it lasts long. <laughs> okay. And, and you got, so you make the customer feel like they have a green thumb that they've actually been able to keep the flower alive longer than, than most. Absolutely. And it is quite therapeutic for people as well. You know, people can, you know, anytime you can get uh, closer, the closer you get to nature is, is the closer you get to who you really are. And I think that flowers is one of the ways that people can, you know, learn to condition it and just use their hand and just feel it. You know, it's, it's a living thing. It's a living thing. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing to have into a vase and just to enjoy it. And I think um, we need to let our people know that, you know, it's, it's good just to get yourself more um, involved in what is around you, especially nature. What do you do when the flowers die? Um, we throw it away. <laughs> okay. But we don't get lots of um, uh, wastage um, in because we have a cool room. And so we keep the flowers into the cool room. And so, um, yeah, when we just started, flowers usually die often because obviously just starting a business and when you go to the flower market, you, you see all these beautiful flowers just everywhere and your eye and you, you just buy and buy and buy and buy. And then when you realize, oh my God, it's actually a business. I can't do this. You, know, you have to be very selective. You have to know what, how to understand the market. You have to understand who are your clients, what type of flowers they want. So sometimes you can learn if you are the expert, but sometimes you will learn based on your mistakes. And I did learn from my mistakes by just buying flowers and then a lot of them got 
you know, very, very um, perished. And uh, so we made lusts, you know, and uh, then now we, we invest into the cool room and now we don't have any loss. We don't have no flowers dying us. Um, we use up completely everything. And I, and I, I appreciate that answer. And I asked that because, you know, I, being a young man, when you give a woman flowers, women would save them. I'm talking about a real young man. And they'd say, I'm going to make a perfume out of this. And I'm like, really? You, you know, and, and here I am. I don't know anything about, you know, perfume or flowers, just doing a nice gesture. But I was just wondering as a florist, if there is a way to recycle the flowers and, you know, do something artistic with the petals. Since you guys had the, you know, hit show on Netflix. And yeah, you seem like a creative person. Yeah, well, there are fragrance, there are flowers that are, um, you know, uh, you call them scented flowers. So you have, if you have a pen, people can write it down. It's called, one of them called Freezers. Those are really nice, a freezer. Um, and also um, my favorite foliage uh, flower is called eucalyptus. I love that. Especially the baby eucalyptus. That one is, it's so, it smells so nice. And it has this um, natural fragrance that you, you can get it all year round. The thing about the eucalyptus is that you can actually, um, when you get it, so if you go into a shop and you need some flowers, you can say, can I have some eucalyptus? And you can buy a bunch of eucalyptus. And then what you do when the, when the eucalyptus, um, you can see it change color like it's dying. Don't throw it away. Just, tie, just turn it on its head. Turn it down. Tie it and hang it somewhere in your garage or somewhere where you can see the sun. And then that will keep it into a dried floral arrangement. Wow. And how long can you, will that last? Forever. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's just the, that's enough game. You guys are about to, I, I keep my pen on me in my, in my, my paper, but that, okay. I'm, I'm, I think my house outside for the next house with the pool is going to smell like eucalyptus outside all over because I now know how to keep that together. That's a beautiful thing. And you have a whole other business in you, sir. That, that's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. You know, a lot of people will see and they get nervous when trying to start a business and they'll either order too much or they won't order enough. Um, and we see that, you know, worldwide. Which one were you um, or how did you avoid any of that? Well, as you know, um, it's all about, sometimes it's about experience. I mean, it's better because the thing about, it's very trickery. It's, 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 it's a, it's, it's tempting. It's very tempting because if you, because if you, the fact that you get into floristry is because you love nature and you love flowers and they're beautiful. So that is one tempting thing. But when you start to go to the market and you see all these beautiful flowers and the way in which they order, so you order one by 10, one by 20, and you say, oh my God, it's so beautiful, one by 50. And you get all these flowers and it does add up to a lot of money. You know, so I think you have to understand the business. You first have to have clients because flowers are perishable things. They're perishable. So if you don't have clients and you're ordering these flowers, you're going to lose money just because you love them. So what you have to do is to make sure that instead of going into your business and you're going to have all these overheads and start at home, start something on the website, 
build up your um, your clientele, and so you can phone them. You can under you can know when they, their birthday is coming. You can know when their anniversary is coming, and you can even send you can send flowers to a letterbox. There are many things that you can do if you don't have a job and you love flowers. You can do letterbox flowers. You can um, and and sometimes letterbox flowers is not a lot you can use. You can use like three roses. You know, and you can send it. I don't know how the postal system is in the U.S., but I know the postal system in the U.K., you can use a flat box and, you, and they just, you know, deliver it through uh, your postman and they just deliver it through the... So you, you can measure the box that is in the U.K., U.S., and then you can know what type of flowers to put in there. And it's something that you can have constantly. So there are many business opportunities that you can do. Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, everything that, you know, Europe does, the UK um, has mirrored. So we can definitely, definitely do that. And um, what a lot of people will see you on TV and, you know, the misconception is, wow, this person's on TV. They've made it. They're rich. They have an agent. They have a manager, whatnot. How did you get on this show and how has it changed your business and even your personal life? Well, um, because I've been in the business for over um, about 13 years, over 13 years, I think the community know me. So it's people who know who I am. So when Netflix go out, um, you know, and wanted to find florists in London, so uh, because I've been doing business and the community know me well, because obviously you just don't know who you will be serving and, 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 and you know, if you build up a positive rapport amongst your customers. So you don't know who is who. And so um, Chanel came in the shop and said, Raymond, there is a show on. Would you want to be on it? I said, okay, calm down, calm down. What, what is it? <laughs> and she said, okay. So uh, Netflix. So Chanel has been on television before. And so she, she, she popped down and, you know, you know how she's quite bubbly and full of energy. And, and so she said it to me and she always like pa passed by as someone in the community. And, you know, uh, she know the shop and so forth, her child, children. So our shop is beside a barber. So her, her children normally, boys normally go to the barbers and cut their hair. So Chanel would just pop in and so forth. So um, she popped in and she talked to me about the show, but, and then we went for the audition. And then while going for the audition, there was like a, over a hundred people. It's just like, what? So, so even though she heard about it and, you know, so I, we had to prove ourselves there to actually be accepted. Um, it to be part of it. Sure. So the audition was like, Oh my God, they asked us to make um, something being human. I said, really? And it's just like, it's right on the spot. So you have to have a creative mind. And the thing that is so, um, was very challenging um, about that. It was like, it's not like I plan ahead and I had to like know which I, um, item I need to use or which flowers I need to use. I was given the flowers. I was given just like anything. So they, I got plants and I got um, all different type of flowers. And so I said, okay, we're going to create an eye out of flowers. And so we created this eye. And then what we did, we create a little bed made out of chicken wire. And um, 
uh, after doing that, and we put moss around it, and then we plant all of the plants that they gave us. We plant the plants of that, and then we make the what the, the eye out of the chicken wire. And then for the lashes, what do I use for the lashes? So only one stem of eucalyptus. And this is why I love eucalyptus. And so I cut the eucalyptus fine and made it over the eye. And they actually liked it because what happened, what were they, they were looking for people who can use whatever they have to create anything. So it's not like you can create, being creative is using whatever you have and make it work. And this is what we did. We used what was there we didn't plan and say, okay, we didn't have this, so we can't do it. So what we did, we just use whatever there, whatever texture is there, we used it. And so we, we did it. And so we, we were chosen to be part of it. And, and you are so much more than a florist. You are a flower sculptor. You, I mean, you, you know, put you with a painter, they can paint what you make and you could have something in the Louvre. Um, the way that you, you guys would put things together. I mean, we're watching it from TV. And being in the business as a consultant and a publicist, you're like, okay, this is TV. They had, you know, who knows how much time they had, but to hear that you had to create on the spot. Um, man, I would love to see that episode for the behind the scenes. How, how has that impacted your, your, your personal life? Because when people see you on TV, they do think, okay, Raymond has gotten a big bag now. Um, Netflix has given him the 500,000 Monique, the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I probably need to go for next because I say, can I get a refund, please? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but has, has it, you know, how has it impacted your, your business and your personal life thus far? And it educate the people how TV money works because when we tell people you might not see a check till next year, they say, huh? Wait, what, what do you mean? And it depends on your deal. But give us some game on that, please. Well, I mean, obviously, because we are florists, we get a lot of um, public, publicity. So that, that's the main thing that we get. We've been paid. Um, and not, you know, it's not that does make us rich, but, you know, um, it covers our expenses and so forth. But, um, now that the show is being aired, now is a time that we will be seeing. And obviously, because there's a lockdown as well. So hotels and other um, businesses who um, basically want to use our, 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 our skills, they are locked down at the moment. So it's kind of at this time, it's, it's a little bit shaky. So for us, we know that it will be successful. Um, but um, I don't think... I think we just have to wait and see and see how people react to it. Um, so far, we, we've seen a lot of um, reaction through our social media. A lot of people um, sending us messages and, you know, um, wanting to know us more and uh, so forth. So let's see what happens. Okay. And social media is, a, you know, a big deal. Have you had any plans on creating your own YouTube channel? where, you know, I don't, maybe you're teaching people, maybe it's just a channel, the day in a life of Raymond, the florist. Uh, any, any plans on that? Yes, um, I think it's, I think we will be doing, uh, because I think um, Chanel and I, we, we work well together. She's quite funny. And, you know, I think the personality that we have is more, 
um, it's full of energy. And uh, we, when we come together, we click and we work very well together. Um, so I think, um, yes, in the future, I think soon we will be doing um, the YouTube. But because I'm the master florist. So it's, it's on its way and, you know, we'll be looking forward and folks, I'll be bothering Raymond saying, can I just get the link, even if there's nothing on there, can I get the link so we can, um, you know, be ahead of the curve and, and share it? Because, yeah. I mean, do you ever see another florist with your background married with children that looks like you? No. No. That, no. Okay. So it is very rare. <laughs> I'm a rare one. <laughs> and, you know, one of these things that I think um, needs to be said as well, because a lot of florists, um, as male, they tend to be like um, they are gay or so forth. And, you know, I think it's, there's a lot of men that they feel like they, they have this skill, they have this creativity with them, but they're straight. And it's, it's kind of like they feel kind of in a box that they can't express themselves in, a, in the creative art or in fashion or all of these things without being stereotyped that you are this type of person. And I think it's, it's wrong because if you have, because I'm sure we are very creative people and I'm sure there's a lot of men like me who have this creative mindset and want to explore it, but they feel that they're gonna be judged by society. And I think they should not let that stop them from doing what they really want to do. And I'm saying I done it. I'm a married man with children, right? I am a straight man and I enjoy it. And it's also hard work. Doing floristry is not uh, like they, they put in a box a, a woman's work where you have to go to the market. You have to lift up boxes. You have to climb a ladder to do installation. You have to do a lot of hard work. So I think the stereotype should really leave people mind and it's something that we can do if we put our minds into it and not allow society to stop stop us now that that's great with the florist i mean is the goal for you to say i want to have this one shop or do i want to have many shops or do i want to even be you know the wholesaler and have my own you know farm ranch whatever you will call it what, what's your, you know, uh, goal? Well, most florists um, come from Kenya, from Africa. Believe it or not, you, people think that it come from Holland, but it's not. It's, it's Kenya. <laughs> you get most flowers. Um, so if you want to invest into flowers as a uh, man of color, you have the land in Africa. You can go there and that's something, that's another page that you can do if that's something you want to do. Um, also, um, if you have a link, you can actually sell it as a wholesale to the wholesale from the farm to the wholesale, or you can have your own wholesale after you've done your marketing and know who you need to sell your product to. So that's another part of business. But um, doing multi-business in this thing, I think because you have florists that is just wedding florists, you have florists that is that deals with topiary um, and you have florists that just deal with flowers and for all occasion hotels. So we do like corporate work 
we work for hotels, um, we do parties, we do all different things, we do every for every occasion because so we have a shop. Um, so I think you can do whatever you want to do, but you have to know that your business, you know your business, so you're not just over the place doing so many things. Just set your mind to one thing, but there are many elements to the whole floristry industry. Okay, okay. And and where do you see yourself uh, going, or what? Which you know your your goal that you want to do? Well, I would like to. <laughs> okay, right. So <clears throat> I don't mind. I think as time goes by, because why why I tend to go all around with. Africa and all of that, just for the audience to know that there are many elements to the business. But for me, being in this business, having a shop for uh, about 14 years now, I think I probably would do some more tutorials and <clears throat> do some more videos and, uh, you know, go to seminars and just, just teach on it more and, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, do more weddings in uh, private hotels or different areas because the shop work can take a lot out of you. It's a lot of work there. Um, opening other shops, yes, I. it's a lot of work. For example, you have to be careful because we're in London and the expense is very high <laughs> to have a shop in London. So <clears throat> you, you have to be careful what you do opening other shops. But because now you have the internet. So the internet itself is a shop. So you can have your, you can work from home, you know, and, uh, and, 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 and still make tons of money if you know how to use YouTube and you know how to use all the various social media. So I want the audience, I, I, don't, I don't know if Raymond was media trained, but Raymond gave such an answer to me that said, I put in the hard work, to get here. Now let me be the face. Let me be Raymond Gordon Flowers known worldwide, kind of like Trump does with hotels. And let me go around, give my speeches, get my money. And you know, you can bring me on TV. But managing people is it's a hard job where people say they want to do business until it is all on them and you have to do every single part. And then you really want to find somebody to do that part. You know, and so I, I totally, I, I get it. What is your community give back that you are doing or that you want to do in the future? Well, I think it's always best because um, <clears throat> I feel that you, you're not, you, you have not lived until somebody, um, you're living through somebody else. So I think it's good to give back to the community. We have schools that come to us, um, in the um, and children, we teach a lot of students um, how to, um, to to be a florist as well. So I think we have been given back. We've done um, flower festival for churches in the community, um, and, and so forth. But I think as the shop and a local community, we have done a lot of that, and we continue to do that. We continue to employ people from the community, um, and so forth. But um, um, I think there are different elements to it now. Um, I think a lot of, if you look at different businesses, you see they're going online. So I think we should, I would love to do more of that kind of business, um, social 
um, part of of this rather than to be in a shop and in a in a place where people just come in because I think that is cutting out now is that become an old app as we move forward into these centuries you know it's okay and and last last question that I have how important was it for you to have a good wife to get to where you're at right now you know how impactful was that I don't think I would have made it without my beautiful Lorraine. Shout out to Lorraine. Um, she's not just my wife, but she's my friend. Um, and it's just like, we just decide to make one another happy. And she just look at my needs all the time. And I do the same. And um, it's so important to know that um, you have a partner that really, um, saying this is for the good of not just our children, but for our people. So we think outside of the box. We think about creating business for our people. And that's the mindset that we do have. So um, having that mindset, Lorraine really held my hand. And, you know, because she is not a florist. My wife's a psychologist. So um, the fact that that's not her forte, but she realized how important it is to me. So she supported me. And so I've done the same thing with her. And so we just work as a team. And, and, and I think this is why we are both successful in what we're doing. Wow. Great story, folks. You guys know, do not want to give you a game overload. Go back over your notes. If you missed anything, rewind. I want you to like and share this some, with someone to inspire somebody. Uh, business is, you know, what we're supposed to be doing, not necessarily working for somebody for the rest of our lives. So, Raymond, I thank you for coming on and appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifyGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.